Hey fam, hello, hello, hello. Family, you already know what I'm here for. I'm here with a word, okay? And today the Lord told me to come and talk about having itching ears, having tickling ears to want to just hear what you want to hear. And God is saying to stay away from it because we don't want things that tickle our ears, things that, you know... Our ears is itching just to hear a certain thing now. Let's not do that, okay? So the first Bible verse I'm going to take you to is 2 Timothy chapter 4. So let's go over there. 2 Timothy chapter 4. Verse 3. I'm going to start at the top. Verse 1. I silently urge you in the presence of God and Christ Jesus, who will someday judge the living and the dead when he comes to set up his kingdom. Preach the word of God. Be prepared, whether the time is favorable or not. Patiently correct, rebuke, and encourage your people with good teaching. For a time is coming when people will no longer listen to sound and wholesome teaching. They will follow their own desires and will look for teachers who will tell them whatever their itching ears want to hear. They will reject the truth and chase after myths. But you should keep a clear mind in every situation. Don't be afraid of suffering for the Lord. Work at telling others the good news and fully carry out the ministry God has given you. Okay. So God is saying, don't just want a message that is going to make you feel good. Like, oh, God going to bless you. Oh, you getting a new car. Oh, you about to get a check in the mail. Like, don't seek after those words. Seek after what God was really on God's heart for you. Yes, God wants to bless you. But there's things that God wants to reveal in your character. He wants to reveal your character traits. He wants to reveal things that you have buried deep within you that has shaped your thinking. It has given you um, a partial understanding of who God is. God wants you to come to him. He wants you to open up, bear all everything out to him. He wants you just to be standing there and allowing him to minister to you and also to reveal to you what has been in the hidden places what is still lurking within you god wants to renew your mind he wants to transform you in order to get you to the blessings but let me tell you something the presence of god is the the best blessing you're ever going to get to dwell in the presence listen you can have a nice house you can have a nice car you can have the best job you can have all the money in the bank you want you can you can be able to go on as many vacations as you want to go but let me tell you something if you don't have jesus if you don't have the presence of god all of that is meaningless it's worthless and i'm here to tell you the truth desire to be in the presence of god That's why in Matthew chapter 6, verse 33, it says, Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and everything else will be added unto you. It's just everything else. Everything else. The first thing is seeking God, dwelling with him, being in the presence of the Lord, and all of them other things will be added unto you. Some of you, your minds are on so many different things that you can't even focus on the fact that the kingdom of heaven is at hand. 
Jesus said he's going to prepare a place for you. And when it's ready, he's going to come and get you. And a lot of you not realizing that Jesus is coming to get you because your place is ready. Right? So I want to take you now to 1 Kings chapter 22. 1 Kings chapter 22. And we're going to start at verse 21. Okay, now we're going to start below. We're gonna, I, I'm going I'm to read this to you because we got to set the scene. We got we to gotta set the scene, okay? Jehoshaphat and Ahab. For three years, there was no war between Aram and Israel. Then during the third year, King Jehoshaphat of Judah went to visit King Ahab of Israel. During the visit, the king of Israel said to his officials, Do you realize... Hold on. Sorry. I want to put my phone on. Do not disturb because I don't want to be disturbed. During the visit, the king of Israel said to his officials, Do you realize that the town of Ramoth Gilead belongs to us? And yet we've done nothing to recapture it from the king of Aram. Then he turned to Jehoshaphat and asked, Will you join me in battle to recover Ramoth Gilead? Jehoshaphat replied to the king of Israel, Why, of course, you and I are as one. My troops are your troops, and my house are your, or your, my horses is your horses. That's a house, child. My horses is your horses, are your horses. Then Jehoshaphat added, but first let's find out what the Lord says. So the king of Israel summoned the prophets, about 400 of them, and asked them, should I go to war against Ramoth Gilead, or should I hold back? They all replied, yes, go right ahead. The Lord will give the king victory. But Jehoshaphat asked, is there also not also a prophet of the Lord here? So, listen. All right, well, let's keep going. This is the word. Um, we will ask him the same question. The king of Israel replied to Jehoshaphat, there is one more man who could consult the Lord for us, but I hate him. He never prophesies anything but trouble for me. His name is Micaiah, son of Emma. Jehoshaphat replied, that's not the way a king should talk. Let's hear what he has to say. So the king of Israel called one of his officials and said, quick, bring Micaiah, son of Emma." King Ahab of Israel and King Jehoshaphat of Judah, dressed in their royal robes, were sitting on thrones at the threshing floor near the gate of Samaria. All of Ahab's prophets were prophesying there in front of them. One of them, Zedekiah, son of Keniah, made some iron horns and proclaimed, This is what the Lord says, With these horns you will gore the Armenians to death. All the other prophets agreed. Yes, they said, go up to Ramoth Gilead and be victorious for the Lord will give the king victory. Meanwhile, the messenger who went to get Micaiah said to him, look, all the prophets are promising victory for the king. Be sure that you agree with them and promise success. But Micaiah replied, as surely as the Lord lives, I will only say what the Lord tells me to say. Then Micaiah arrived before the king Ahab asked him. Okay, Ahab asked him, Micaiah, should we go to war against Ramoth Gilead or should we hold back? 
Micaiah replied sarcastically, Yes, go up and be victorious, for the Lord will give the king victory. But the king replied sharply, How many times must I demand that you speak only the truth to me when you speak for the Lord? Then Micaiah told him, In a vision, I saw all Israel scattered on the mountains like sheep without a shepherd. And the Lord said, Their master has been killed. Send them home in peace. Didn't I tell you, the king of Israel exclaimed to Jehoshaphat, he never prophesied anything but trouble for me. Then Micaiah continued, listen to what the Lord says. I saw the Lord sitting on a throne with all the armies of heaven around him on his right and on his left. And the Lord said, who can entice Ahab to go into battle against Ramoth Gilead so he can be killed? There were many suggestions, and finally, a spirit approached the Lord and said, I can do it. How will you do this? The Lord asked. And the spirit replied, I will go out and inspire all of Ahaz's prophets to speak lies. You will succeed, said the Lord. Go ahead and do it. So you see, the Lord has put a lying spirit in the mouth of all your prophets, for the Lord has pronounced your doom. See, it's about... We're going to get to it in, in a minute about um, what the Lord says about when people want to believe lies. So God will send you a strong delusion. If you don't want the truth, if you don't seek after the truth, you will get that strong delusion that you're looking for. You will get that lie that you were looking for. That's why God says seek the truth. That's why he said he is the only way to the father because he is the way, the truth and the life. He's the truth. That's it. If you try to go to him through any other way, you're not going to get to God any other way, but through Jesus. There's no other way. Anything else is a lie. If people tell you, oh, surely you won't win battles. No, you need to hear what thus say of the Lord. I'm talking about the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. That's the one I'm talking about. I'm talking about Jesus Christ. What is he saying? What is on his heart for you? Everybody got a word. Everybody got a word. But what is Jesus saying? What is the word saying? Okay, because we also know that he is the living word. What is he saying? Don't just have tickling ears. Don't just have itching ears, but really want to know what's on God's heart for you. It's layers that you have to go, that you have to get shed off of you to get to the glory God has for you. But it's not no quick fix. I'm not going to put no band-aid on it. You got to rip that bandaid off and you got to let that, that air get to it. You got to let that ointment start healing that thing. You got to expose the, the wounds. Oh, child. Yes. You got to expose the wounds and allow true healing to take place. You ever put a, a bandaid on a wound and it can really just make it worse because you need that air to get it. You need it to be exposed. You got to come to God and allow him to expose the wounds, child. Hmm. Yes, Holy Spirit. That was it. That was all Holy Spirit. That was not me. That was a good one, Lord. Child. Then Zedekiah, son of Kena, woke up to Micaiah and slapped him across the face. Since when did the Spirit of the Lord leave me to speak to you? He demanded. And Micaiah replied, you will find out soon enough when you are trying to hide in some secret room. Arrest him, the king of Israel ordered. Take him back to Ammon, the the governor of the city and my son Joash give them this order from the king. Put this man in prison and feed him nothing but bread and water until I return safely from the battle. 
But Micaiah replied, if you return safely, it means that the Lord has not spoken through me. Then he added to those standing around, everyone mark my words. Child, mark my words. Mark what the Lord is saying today. Listen and listen closely. You got to check your circle. You need to see who's in your circle. You need to see who's speaking things into your ear. Because listen, it's these spirits out here lurking and you got to protect yourself. You got to have on a full armor, guy. You got to be alert and vigilant. I ain't telling you to be paranoid, but you got to be alert and vigilant. Don't have people around you that just want to say what you want to hear. Have people around you that's going to tell you the truth. The truth. I'm not going to sit here and give you what you want. I ain't about to give you no happy meal and an ice cream cone. I'm going to tell you what God has said because that is what's truly going to set you free. I'm not going to feed into a delusion with you. And that's what your circle got to look like. Your circle got to look like that. Not wanting to be around people that just feed your ego. You don't want that. You want people that's really going to hold you accountable to what the word of God is speaking. Mm. It's time to check your circle, child. It's time to check your circle. Because listen, some of y'all got a Judas just hanging in your circle. We, we pray that Judas gets blessed. But you got to check your circle. It's, you got to check it. Mm. Mm. Mark my words. Mark my words. You need somebody that is going to speak the truth into your life. Not people that want to just stroke your ego. That's not going to get you nowhere. People have you out here thinking that you, you, you really like that and you not. God won't get you like that, but that don't mean you like that right now. Mm. I, I, the girl child mm, let me keep on going so king ahab of israel and king jehoshaphat of judah led their armies against ramoth gilead the king of israel said to jehoshaphat as we go into battle i will disguise myself so no one will recognize me but you wear your royal robes so the king of israel disguised himself and they went into battle meanwhile the king of aram had issued those orders to his 32 chariot uh commanders attack only the king of israel don't bother with anyone else so when the armenian chariot commander saw jehoshaphat in his royal robes they went after him there is the king of israel they shouted but when jehoshaphat called out the chariot commanders realized he was not the king of israel and they stopped chasing him see that the one that wanted to hear the lies that was the enemy's main target they were just looking for him, and he was the one that didn't want to seek the truth. That's what happens. You will get devoured out here in these spiritual streets when you're not seeking truth. When you're not speak, seeking spirit and truth, the Holy Spirit and truth, you will be out in these streets getting devoured, child. Devoured. Okay, let me keep going. It says, turn the horses and get me out of here, Ahab grown. So... Oh, oh, my baby, my baby, I done, I, done, I done went down too far. An Armenian soldier, however, randomly shot an arrow at the Israelite troops and hit the king of Israel between the joints of his armor. Turn the horses and get them, get me out of here, Ahab groaned to the driver of his chariots. I'm badly wounded. The battle raged all that day and the king remained propped up in his chariot facing the Armenians. The blood from his room ran down to the floor of his chariot and as evening arrived, he died. Just as the sun was setting, the cry ran through the troops. We're done for. Run for your lives. So the king died and his body was taken to Samaria and buried there. 
Then his chariot was, was washed beside the pool of Samaria and dogs came and licked his blood at the place where the prostitutes bathed, just as the Lord had promised. The rest of the events in Ahaz's reign, everything he did, including the story of the ivory palace. Okay, um, so, you know, period. You see what happened when you don't seek the truth? If he would have wanted to hear the truth, he would have got saved. But since he didn't want to hear the truth, he got a strong delusion. He was, he, he was in a strong delusion because he didn't want the truth. Learn something from this verse today. Learn something from this word today. Learn that I want to seek the truth. What is the truth? Have I been believing lies? It's people that purely have wicked motives and they have lies on their tongues ready to spew them at you, to set you up to fail. Seek the truth, okay? Now, I'm going to take you to... Uh, What's that next one for? Second Thessalonians chapter two. Let's go to Second Thess. Second Thess chapter. Well, I say two? But I say two, right? Yeah, because there's only three chapters in this one. Second Thessalonians chapter two. Let's start at verse. Start at the top, y'all, because I feel like we just be needing it. Now, dear brothers and sisters, let us clarify some things about the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ and how we'd be gathered to meet him. Don't be so easily shaken or alarmed by those who say that the day of the Lord has already begun. Don't believe them. Even if they claim to have had a spiritual vision, a revelation, or a letter supposedly from us, don't be fooled by what they say, for the day will not come until there is a great rebellion against God and the man of lawlessness is revealed, the one who brings destruction. He will exalt himself and defy everything that people call God and every object of worship. He will even sit in the temple of God claiming that he himself is God. See, listen, it's a double edge, right? Because people will have, because we're the temple, right? We're the temple of God. I'm a temple. People will sit there and act like they're getting a word from God and they're not. It's demons speaking to these people. And even if these people, you might be feeling like they said something about your, your, your great grandmom. Uh, what's, what's a good name, Lord? Martha, your great-grandma Martha, they said something about her and now they got you hooked. But do you not understand that the enemy has been on the prowl? He ain't new to this. Demons, they study you. Doesn't the Bible say he walks around like a roaring lion seeking for who he can devour? He know a couple things. That's why them Tariq is the mediums, the, the people that consult dead, that's demonic. Demonic. Child, Lord, let me go there. Let me go there. He said not right now, but I'm I'm gonna do another word about that because we're gonna stay we're gonna stay focused. I could have you on here for hours when I start talking about that demonic mess people be believing. But I'm gonna come here with my facts. Okay, I'm gonna have my whole clipboard ready when I come here. Okay, with that word. But like I'm saying. People will have lies on their tongues waiting and you're open to receive it. And do you know that like when you go to like Terracor readings, fortune telling, palm reading, all that demonic stuff, right? Do you know that 
they will, once you open yourself up to receive what they're saying, you now have given the enemy access. You've given demon access to your life to go now do what they said was going to happen. Did you, did you ain't know that, did you? Well, now you know. Now you know. It's demonic. The Bible says do not give a foothold to the enemy. You don't give him no foothold. You want to hear what God say, not what them enchanters, the magicians, none of them. You peep that in the Bible. Every time a king wanted to know the true truth, they went and got a prophet of the Lord. They went and got somebody who they know the spirit of God lives in because that's where you're going to start seeing some, some life. That's when you're going to start hearing some truth. You're going to see things start to happen. Don't be impressed by these people. They got lying spirits in them. They have lies on their tongues and they waiting to spew them just like a snake. They got venom just like a snake ready to spew, ready to bite you, ready to put that poison in you. They are ready. Do not forget who these people father is their father is the the devil their father is the father of lies he has been a liar from the beginning and the truth just isn't in him he just he just can't tell the truth he just can't so don't try to look nowhere else for the word of god come come and get this word of god because that's the truth y'all know i'm telling the truth anytime anytime the the days that we are living in that people really think that they can they can identify as toddlers. How are you 53 and you identify as a six-year-old? That makes no sense. But guess what? The it's the lies that is spoken. The media is is just a false prophet. I could keep going. I could keep going. I could keep going. But y'all see it. It be it like people are really deceived. And it's a shame. Like, I'm not even saying it to condemn nobody because it's a shame, child. And I, I have once believed some strong delusions myself. But let me tell you something. When I tapped into truth, that's when I found my life. When I tapped into the truth. So we rebuke Satan in the name of Jesus. And we speak life and truth. That's what we want to seek after. Life and truth. And we speak life and truth in the name of Jesus. Mm, I just had to go there. Don't you remember that I told you all about this when I was with you? And you know what is holding him back. For he can be for he can be revealed only when his time comes. For this lawlessness is already at work secretly. It will remain secret until the one who is holding it back steps out of the way. Then the man of lawlessness will be revealed. But the Lord Jesus will slay him with the breath of his mouth and destroy him by the splendor of his coming. This man will come to do the work of Satan with counterfeit power and signs and miracles. So it is, child, it's people out here doing the work of Satan with counterfeit power. Signs and miracles, but they fake. It's not real. Open your eyes to see what you need to see. Open your ears to hear what really needs to be heard. Child, don't live under a strong illusion. He will use every kind of evil deception to fool those on their way to destruction. 
but they refuse to love because they refuse to love and accept the truth that would save them. So it's not that the Lord wants you to believe the lie. It's not because the Lord he's he's setting you up. It's not because the Lord doesn't want you to live life and life abundantly, but it's because of what people want. God sees every heart and he sees, he sees the motives of hearts. He sees it. So he's giving you what you want. He know you don't want the truth. So he's going he gonna to move over and he's going to let you get that, that lie. He's going to let you be under that strong delusion. It's not what he wants for you. It's what you wanted for yourself. Come out in the name of Jesus. Come out. So God will cause them to be greatly deceived. And they will believe these lies. Then they will be condemned for enjoying evil rather than believing the truth. Child, this is the word of God. This ain't nothing that I wrote. I wasn't in my room with the ink pen and a notebook. This is the word of God. And when you open your eyes, look how rampant these lies is going throughout this, this, this earth. Look at it. Oh, look at it. Look at it. Look. It's time to repent, which means to turn away. And it's time to seek the heart of God. It's time to seek the heart of the Father. It's time to be in fellowship with the Holy Spirit. It's time to confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. That is what it's time for. Because time ain't working for you. Time is working against you when you are not in the presence of God. When you not when you outside of his presence, time is working against you. Every moment you are that you are out of his presence, you are just getting more and more deeper in darkness. Cause you need the light. Let me uh I'm gonna read this for you real quick. I'm gonna finish reading. As for us, we can't help but thank God for you, dear brothers and sisters, loved by the Lord. We are always thankful that God chose you to be among the first to experience salvation, a salvation that came through the spirit who makes you holy and through your belief in the truth, through your belief in the truth. And God's spirit makes you holy. Want the truth. Just want the truth, the truth, the truth. Just say, listen, listen, even if you, if you teeter-tottering, you don't know if, if Jesus is real. Let's be real. Cause some people don't know. You heard about him, but you ain't never see him. Ask him, say, Lord, if you are the truth, Jesus, if you're the truth, reveal yourself to me. Ask him, just ask him, be real. Cause he know you teeter-tottering. Be real. Be like, I, I don't know if you real and watch him blow your mind. Watch him do it. Cause at a time I had heard about him, but I ain't never seen them. And when them words came out of my mouth, when I said, listen, I don't know if you're real. You want to show me? Child, if he ain't come and show himself boldly, okay? Now you hear, I'm here preaching the word because he good. I'm preaching the word because he real. Get it for yourself. You have heard about him, but say, Lord, I want to see you for myself. I've heard about you, though. All right, let me keep going. He called you to salvation when... 
we told you the gospel, the, I said the gospel, the good news. Now you can share in the glory of our Lord Jesus Christ. With all these things in mind, dear brothers and sisters, stand firm and keep a strong grip on the teaching we passed on to you, both in person and by letter. Now may our Lord Jesus Christ himself and God our Father who loved us and by his grace gave us eternal comfort and a wonderful hope comfort you and strengthen you in every good thing you do and say. So this is how I'm going to lead this. And you know, I'm going to pray for you, but this is how I'm going to lead this. You have to stay in the word of God. When you stay in the word of God, then you can decipher between truth and lies. You you can you you had the light to guide you. When somebody come and be like, "Oh, I got a word for you," you gonna know if it came for the from, from the, the Lord by comparing it to what you know God said. That's why you stay in the word. Cause then somebody coming up to you and they telling you something that's against God. How can I say that? What you mean? I want to hear what thus say of the Lord. Not what thus said man, thus said of the Lord. Seek truth, okay? So I'm going to pray for you. Father God, in the name of Jesus, Lord, I'm just coming to you, Father, humbly. Thank you, Father, for today. I thank you that you are always here just to give us the daily bread, Lord, just to give us the word, Lord. And I just thank you, Father God. I pray for your child receiving this word, Lord. I pray that she begins to tap into the truth. That she begins to see you, Lord. Give her an encounter with you that she will never forget, Father God. Keep on leading her to you, Lord. Give give her a, what's the word I want to say, Lord? Give her a desire to seek after you, Father God. All this time, Lord, she's been thirsty, but show her that you are the living water. She's looked all over for you, Father. Now reveal yourself to her, Lord, because your word says that everyone who seeks finds. And anyone who knocks, the door will be open, Lord. Open the door for her. Share a meal with her, Lord. Show her that you are who you said you are and some, Lord. Because your word says eyes have not seen and ears have not heard, okay, what you got prepared for us. And we know it's you, Lord. So show her who you are every day of her life. Because it's not even like you could just show her one day. Keep on taking her from glory to glory, Lord. Give her a deep hunger for you. Okay, Lord. I just pray that you give all the glory, honor, and praise. It's in the mighty name of Jesus that I pray. Amen. God gonna quench that thirst. Somebody on here, you thirsty. You thirsty for, for the Lord. You hungry. And when I open my eyes, he said he gonna quench your thirst. That's what I heard after I got done praying. He said, I'm gonna quench your thirst. Okay? <laughs> so be prepared. Be on the lookout because God gonna do what he said he gonna do in some. Okay? But get into position. Know him. Study his character. Get to see who he is. Yes, there's a time where we have to weep. It's a time we have to mourn. But joy comes in the morning. Joy comes. Just believe them, okay? So I'm going to let you go. I love you guys so, 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 so much. But let's not forget that most importantly, Jesus loves you. Bye.